Moncrief on News Talk. Now, there's a thing called the All-Ireland Rail Review, which was published last year. If it comes to fruition, it would represent a major expansion of our rail network. But look at a map of the proposals and it's easy to spot a few emissions. The northwest of the island is largely ignored, while it also leaves Fermanagh as the only county on the island, indeed the only county between Ireland and the UK, without a rail service. Steve Bradley is chair of Into the West a rail campaign group for the northwest of the island. Good afternoon, Steve. Hi, Sean. Uh, so could you tell us something uh, uh, the, uh, um, about how this review was put together uh, in the so sense of what needs were they looking at or, or were they looking at, you know, there was enough of a, a, um, a population to keep a station going, that kind of thing? Yeah, so, so the background is the review was jointly commissioned between ministers north and south in, in 2021. And its remit was to look at, it, it accepted that Ireland's rail network needed significant investment, that it didn't cover enough areas. And so its remit was to look at where you could extend and where you should extend both passenger and freight rail services. The the review took a principle-based approach towards rail. And what that meant is it said that you know if you're a town of 10,000 plus people, then you should be at the table for consideration for rail. That doesn't mean you would definitely get it, but it said you need a population of about 10,000 or more to be at the table. And that's where the mystery around Fermanagh comes in, because Enniskillen is a town of 14,000 people. And on top of that, it's also a town that very much acts like a cross-border regional capital. A lot of people from southern Donegal will go to Enniskillen for services or for shopping, the same in North Leitrim. And Sligo and Enniskillen will have, you know, a regular flow of people between the two. So it seems very strange that a town of 14,000 people was left out by a report which said, you know, 10,000 plus you should be at the table. Yeah. And so what would be the nearest railway station then to Enniskillen? Uh, In the north, the nearest is in Derry. Um, You're probably talking about 55 miles away. Um, And uh, then in the Republic, obviously, you have Sligo as well, which is probably slightly closer. But it's a significant distance, and it means that rail just doesn't work for anybody who lives in that corner. In fact, the whole northwest of the island, so that's Donegal, Fermanagh, and Tyrone, none of those counties have any rail. And Derry has a sliver of rail along the top from Derry City. So it's, it's, it's really not an acceptable situation currently. And if everything in this all-island strategy is implemented, it'll leave Fermanagh as the only county in this entire corner of Europe without rail, and that's just bonkers. Yeah, I, I think the proposal does it a plan to uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Now that would be the only uh, railway line that, that is going to connect up with Sligo, so there'd be one railway line through Donegal. No, the proposal is to connect Derry and Letterkenny, which right. is about. 25 kilometres roughly. So very easy to do. And Letterkenny has a strong case. It's got a population of 22,000 and is considered a gateway town in the National Development Plan. So it's growing quite fast. The problem with that is Donegal's a very big county and Letterkenny's in its northeast corner. So so again, if everything in the All-Island Rail Review is implemented, almost all of Donegal will be left without rail as well. So Mm. everywhere except for Letterkenny. Yeah, and and it is a curious thing that we're talking about um, uh, counties where tourism would be a, a major component of of the local economy. Yet, you know, there's no rail link there, which would help tourism, which would in turn justify the fact that there was a rail link there. Yeah, and this was a real problem we felt uh, in Into the West when we made we made a submission to the recent public consultation on the draft review. 
And we said, you know, hang on, guys, you've, you, you've not factored tourism in to your figures. And that's uh, difficult when it comes to uh, an honest assessment of transport needs in places like Fermanagh and Donegal, but also in places like Kerry and Galway and Mayo and other parts of the island as well. If you look at the top five tourist attractions in Fermanagh, just those five alone have three quarters of a million visitors a year. And currently, Fermanagh is difficult to get to. Uh, even from Derry, which is only about 50 miles away, you're talking about a couple of hours and it's almost undoable by public transport. There's no direct connection by public transport. And that's between Fermanagh and the nearest city. Mm. So you really need to have good quality rail in place to enable tourists to get to these areas. And if that rail was there, you know, my God, you would see a huge increase in the amount of tourism going to places like Donegal and to Fermanagh. Did there used to be rail links in Fermanagh? There was. Uh, the province of Ulster had a, a fantastic uh, rail network. Fermanagh lost its rail in 1957, and then Tyrone and Donegal lost the last of their rail in 1965. So we're approaching an anniversary next year of when they lost them. Um, unfortunately, at, at that time, there was a drift away from rail. There was this view that the car was the future and there would be no problems with the car. Um, obviously, we've realised since that, that that's not correct. And once they started to strip out, particularly in the north, um, a lot of the rail, you found that bits of rail in the south in Donegal and Cavanagh Monaghan no longer made sense because a lot of those routes ran through the north. So there will be people who in living memory uh, can tell you that they got on a train in Enniskillen and got to Donegal, got to Dublin, got to where, wherever. And you know we're keen to see those days coming back again. So, so we don't have another two generations of people brought up in the northwest of the island who think rail is just something they see on TV or get when they go on holiday. Yeah. Now, the, the uh, when they were preparing this, I assume you, you know, you were making submissions and the like. And did you get any feedback as to why Fermanagh was left out of it? So there was a very well um, uh, subscribed public consultation, which was held in 2022 into the All End Rail Review. What was very interesting is across all 32 counties on the island, across all the council districts, the council which had the highest number of public submissions was Fermanagh Oma Council. And it's the smallest council in Northern Ireland and one of the smallest on the island, only 114,000 people. Yet it accounted on its own for 15% of all contributions to this consultation. And our patch of the island that we look after, which is counties Derry, Donegal, Throne and Fermanagh, half of all the contributions to this public consultation came from that northwest corner of the island. So that shows you that people really want to see rail improved in that area. Mm. But and, and was there any uh, feedback from that? Any reason why Fermanagh was left out? So what we've been told is effectively they said there's just not enough of you in Fermanagh to warrant rail. Now, that doesn't stack up with the, the minimum, the idea that you need a minimum population of 10,000 people in any town to at the table. Uh, it also doesn't stack up when you look at some of the other recommendations. Now, we, we support 100% the return of rail to other parts of, of the island. There are two other counties in Ulster without rail, and that's Cavan and Monaghan. And the All Island Rail Review proposes that they get rail back, which we 100% welcome. But we would also note that the rail review itself it was almost apologetic when it said there should you should bring rail back because it proposed a line between Belfast and Mullingar. And it's admitted that there wasn't exactly a clamour of public demand for such a route. <laughs> it was a real surprise to people when it was proposed. And if you look at the counties, Enniskillen is bigger than any town in either Cavan or Monaghan. And in terms of the population of the county of Fermanagh, it's roughly on a par with County Fermanagh, or, or sorry, with, with County Monaghan or County Cavan. Yet the decision was made to bring rail back to Cavan and Monaghan, which we support, 
but not to Enniskillen. So there's this idea that there aren't enough people in Fermanagh, but yet it's still okay to bring real back to Cavan and Monaghan. It doesn't stack up. There's not a part. There's not a parity of treatment between the, the three counties. Yeah. How do they? Um... Uh, how do they even uh, estimate usage in the sense that you could have a town of 10,000 people or 20,000 people, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to start taking the train if it's available to them? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a number of ways um, you can look at this. And there, there's economists and statisticians who look at all of this. The key thing is pretty much every time, and this isn't just in Ireland, it's also in Britain and elsewhere. Anytime you estimate passenger numbers by rail, they always undershoot dramatically. Now, you can understand why, because it's safer to say fewer people will catch train, but it is to say too many will catch a train and you build a thing and you find the support isn't there. So if you take the line, for example, between Limerick and Galway, which is phase one of the Western Rail Corridor, which was restored uh, about a decade ago, it's exceeding the passenger numbers that were expected there. The the line between Derry and Belfast, which is the one bit of rail we have in the west of, of, of Northern Ireland, it's flying versus the projections. You know, it's it's gone from being the sixteenth busiest to the eighth busiest station just by having an early service to Belfast introduced. Mm. So there's a there's a real problem whereby they always underestimate the demand for rail, and that's what we think has happened here regarding Fermanagh. And then when you also factor in that they completely ignored the tourism needs. You know, tourists need to get around. You know, not everybody who lands in Dublin Airport or Belfast Airport wants to hire a car. But how else did he reach the northwest corner of the island? You know, with all respect, Americans aren't going to sit on our rattly buses and, and you know, <laughs> and travel very far around the country. The, the young people may, but not the not the big spenders who are the people you want to bring to Fermanagh and to Donegal. So if you're not really on the rail map, you know, you're not on the map at all for a lot of these tourists. Yeah. So uh, we think they really missed the trick by not factoring in tourism as well. Uh, one of our listeners, Steve, has just texted in to say, my aunt and uncle live in one of the old railway stations in Fermanagh. So uh, <laughs> they went to some good use, at least. Steve, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That's Steve Bradley, chair of Into the West. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.